0: Hey, Organized and Productive community and listeners, welcome to our next episode here at Organized and Productive. I'm Stephanie, your host, and this week we are talking about preparing your donations for drop-off, something that many of you probably don't really think about, but if you can prepare just a little bit before you head on over to the donation center, it will save you so much time in the long run, and you will be able to maximize the donation, the actual drop off the donations and the gesture. So let's get to it. And let me give you my tips as a pro organizer. Welcome to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. I am your host, Stephanie, a professional organizer and productivity expert. Ready to explore the right organizing and productivity solutions for you? Yeah? Well then let's go. Okay, so if you are looking at the calendar and you're listening to us live, you probably are noticing that I'm airing this episode in November, which is around the holiday time frame here, especially here in the U.S., right? End of the year, it's both the holiday season and end of the year, which is a time when nonprofits really do a big push to get more donations. Uh, monetary, yes, and, and kind as well, but also they give you really specific lists on what they need for the holidays, uh, lists on what they need for the end of the year, what they're in most need of. So it's a great time to be donating and dropping off your stuff that you've been lugging around in the back of your truck or has been hanging out in your garage or in all these boxes that say donate but you never take. So this is going to going to be a great season for that and that's why I'm airing this episode um, in November But this entire, all of these tips in this whole episode can be applicable all year round, okay? So don't think that it's just for the holiday. It just seems to be a little bit more timely at the end of the year during the holidays when it's just um, naturally a time when we are in gift-giving donation mode. So this probably comes as no surprise to you, but I have been to a lot of donation drop-offs. I spend a lot of time dropping off. Driving around collecting things for clients, decluttering their bags and all of their you know their stuff, and then driving them to their preferred donation centers or donation centers that we work with, um, especially here in Colorado. I also used to do this in California, so I'm also familiar with that with that location. And also in more of the most recent years, um, we have also shipped stuff to donation centers um, because. Luckily, with technology, a lot of the donation centers and nonprofits allow you to bag up some of your stuff, like your fabrics or your old, um, you know, whatever, maybe shoes and whatnot, and you can just bag them up or box it up and then send it off to a donation center. So I am familiar with the art of gift giving to donation centers, and I've got a couple of tips for you. So I say this not as a brag, but more as a reminder that I have some experience in this field and that my biggest priority here with this podcast and with these episodes is to maximize your time so that you're more efficient and that you have a positive experience when you're in your organizing and decluttering journey. As we know, to create some habits, you do have to have a positive experience experience with it. It doesn't have to be good, it just has to be positive, meaning you learned something quickly, um, you were consistent with it, there's got to be some kind of uh, positive reinforcement in order for you to, to associate this and want to do this again in a positive way. Okay, so the first couple of tips are more like reminders, because I'm assuming that you have your, you know, between you and maybe your accountant and your family and your financial goals and your personal goals, you probably have picked causes and nonprofits that are near and dear to your heart already, or they're very special to you, or that align with your goals, you know, as a family, as a business or whatever it may be. Um, So this is not like the first couple of tips are not so much about giving you tips on how to pick a nonprofit, but more so um, just how to align it with your organizing journey. So for instance, for the first tip that I've got for you is pick a nonprofit that is important to you and donate there. Because when you are going through your stuff, then you will be able to associate, Like you will know who you're donating to. And that's really the tip here that I've got for you. Uh, it's really important for you to match the donate, like match your giving, your donation, your decluttering to something because it'll connect the two. There won't be such a disconnect where you're left wondering, well, like, where is this going to go? Um, Is this going to be thrown away? It's going to be part of the landfill. And now you're you're just in this like circle of thought and overthinking. And so when we have a direct place of where the thing is going or what is near and dear to your heart, you will have an easier time letting go with more intention. And that is why um, to get us started, and actually in the seven steps of organizing, almost anything pod, uh, episodes and podcasts and exercises that I have for you that is our like one of our very first things that we talk about like f- figuring out your why and figuring out what is important to you as far as um, like a nonprofit and causes so that you have a place that you're thinking of. When you are going through all of your stuff, so first things first is let's pick a nonprofit that is important to you, donate there. Um, if you don't have a particular nonprofit per se, but you have a cause, then pick the cause that is important to you, and do um, some like searches around your community and see if there um, there are nonprofits that align with that. Uh, be so in other words, like be specific. So if you don't have a the name of a nonprofit or a donation center that is particular and special to you, then maybe it's. Um, more of the cause. So, you know, women or children or children under 18 or girls in college that, you know, whatever it may be, or boys, um, it could be animals, it could be whatever it be. Be specific. Um, pick one, pick a couple, pick like two or three, I would recommend, so that you have your, your eyesight on that. And once you have your nonprofit of choice, then you will then match the nonprofit to what you have available. so when you're going through all of your stuff and you're decluttering, then of course you will be able to match the nonprofit to that. So let's say you have some linens to give away and you have picked three different types of nonprofits. maybe um, one is children, maybe the second is animals, and then the third is going to be schools, not necessarily for children but just schools in general. So when you're decluttering and you're going through all of you know it's like your one of your closets and you come across, linens and paper that you know, hey, oh my gosh, you know, I I, it's really special for me um, to donate to schools. They may be able to use your unused paper and you can donate directly to them and you have them in mind. And instead of just a a bin that says donations overall, you have a very specific place you're taking it to and it will be much easier for you to let it go because you know where it's going. It's going to some a place and to people that are looking for those things and that are, are in need of those things same things with linens and towels and things like that with animals. um, The shelters are always looking for those so you will know exactly where they're going to go. Okay, so as part of picking the cause that is special to you and you would like to donate your stuff to, um, head on over to their website and or call them and ask them what are their rules and what do they need and where is there if there's a guide to donating. um, That is just whatever they say is going to probably be your guide to how you donate and where and what kind of things you are going to donate. So, if you have that already, then take their guide and run with that and then and then the the rest of my tips apply them, but make sure that, you know, you apply theirs first, because obviously the stuff is going to go with that, with them. Uh, my tips that are coming up in just a second here, the rest of them are if they don't have a guide. If they don't have a guide, then these are some of my tips that I would recommend. And honestly, some of these are very universal anyway, um, that most nonprofits would appreciate. So I think that they can be applied, even if they do have their own guide. Um, but like I mentioned, it's, you know, take their guide and make that a priority. A very important insert I'm going to add in here before I keep going is don't overthink this, okay? I'm trying to make this episode as quick as possible um, and give you some good tips, but um, I don't want you to overthink it. If you don't have a particular cause that is near and dear to your heart or you, you, know, you just don't know yet, that's okay. As you know, there are general types of donation centers. Um, some are the big names and then some are local. Of course, we always try to go local. You know, don't overthink it. If if this is your first time doing a big decluttering uh, project or like big decluttering part exercise, just go ahead and, and head on over to your local donation center and let it go. Don't overthink it. Um, this is just one of those exercises that uh, it's you know like the little cherry on top. Or you can go above and beyond so that you can be a little bit more thoughtful and can maximize your time. But by no means am I saying go through these exercises before you donate. I mean, don't do that. Don't keep the stuff around your garage or your car just because you haven't fulfilled any of these tips or any of these exercises that i just mentioned okay so i'd rather you let let it go even if it's a general donation center because a lot of the the big box donation centers do have relationships with local places and so they'll you know they'll they'll sometimes hand off items to them like i do i do say though and i'm not even mentioning the big names for a reason because it I'm of the mind that, you know, local is always best. So try to go to a nonprofit um, that is local to you, like a local shelter, local places of need, um, instead of going to the big boxes first. But again, if that is going to be an obstacle for you and a hurdle, please don't let that stop you. Just head on over, donate it, let it go, and we will work on being more intentional the next round. Okay, so I've got about six tips for you. And here we go. So the first is wash it if you can. Um, Wash the stuff that you can, if you can, like the towels and the, you know, whatever the linens and stuff and air in your clothing, if you can. But again, ask them first, because a lot of the uh, donation centers will do their own cleaning anyway. So yes, wash it or clean it if it's dirty if it's you know gross especially if it's gross if it's gross it might just need to go into the trash by the way um you know don't donate trash that's that's a that's not fair um this is more if it just needs like a quick wash um, definitely do that, and then donate it. Um, especially if it's been sitting, it maybe in a box for a really long time. It could just, it could be beneficial just to do like a little quick wash. So, but a lot of them will have their own cleaning process. So I just kind of want to give you that heads up that um, you may not have considered that they probably do their own cleaning and washing anyway. So ask them, but give it to them in good enough shape that it won't be considered trash. For the next tip on preparing your donations for drop off is seasonal items should take priority. So take that into consideration, Um, especially when it comes to clothing and holiday items, you know, like holiday decor, because that's what they will be able to give away the quickest, give away or sell. This can be easily done if you do seasonal decluttering too, which is something we talk about and have a podcast on. And I will put it in the show notes. um, So we talk all about decluttering in a seasonal manner where you reserve time and energy every season to declutter as you're putting away the stuff from the last season and you're taking the stuff out for the new season. So really just being intentional every every couple of months um, instead of doing it like one big project every couple of years. This is just more of um, being intentional and also efficient with your time because, hey, since I have the bins open, let me see what I haven't used. In the last year, um, or let me see what I have no, you know, I don't need anymore for this season, or what my kids outgrew, or what I no longer like, or whatever maybe doesn't fit, or whatever it is. So, um, seasonal items should take priority when you are giving it to the charities, and so this is going to marry very well if you are a seasonal declutterer or seasonal organizer. So, this is like the perfect, um, the perfect thing to do at the same time. Also, the donation centers will be very grateful because you're kind of helping them not store things that they can't sell right now. So, you know, right now, since this is airing around the holidays, um, they probably are going to have a harder time selling summer clothing, and especially if you're in a uh, cold climate you know, place, then they probably won't be able to sell that as easily, so they have to store that. Um, so if you can, give them the seasonal items as you're seasonally decluttering. This next tip is all about um, doing a little bit of pre-work before you go and drop off the stuff, but remember, don't let this stop you, just like head on over and drop off your stuff, okay? Don't overthink it. But if you have a minute, I would have you call them beforehand and or go to their website and ask if there's a limit to what you can bring. I'll be honest, I have better luck just calling them or going there, you know, in person, especially at the local charities and nonprofits and donation centers, because, um, you know, nonprofits don't always have the time or energy or resources to be updating their website 24-7. So I have found that the stuff that's online, the information that isn't online, is not always super accurate. It's not always the case. There are some nonprofits that are on top of it. Um, But check their social media. Go and give them a call. Go on their website. Um, But if you can, not just get, like I said, give them a call or, or head on over to their offices and ask them if there's a limit to what you can bring. Some nonprofits and drop-offs will limit it to a box or a truckload or they'll have a limit of some sort. So ask them ahead of time before you accumulate all that stuff and take the effort and think you're going to be dropping it off at their place and then they don't allow it. So do a little research ahead of time. Also, while you're at it, ask for their drop-off hours. Uh, Not all of them are open all, all the time or every day, regular hours. Sometimes you might have to take a lunch to go drop it off. Uh, The other day, I did a drop off um, on this Monday, and it took me seven minutes between getting off of the freeway, dropping it off, and then just getting back on the freeway. Um, So it could be really quick, uh, but it was in the middle of the day. Like they only do drop off or they only accept your drop offs between nine and 12, Um, but it took me seven minutes. So it's not a big deal but you just have to kind of know, obviously, their hours of operations and when they will accept your drop-offs. Something else to take note of is ask if you will be able to get a tax write-off or some kind of slip if that is important to you. You know, ahead of time, think about that. Is that important to you? If it is, then obviously ask for it when you're there. If it is, or maybe you don't, if it's not, or you're not sure, I would still write it down in some kind of log, uh, especially if you're a business, and you're donating for a business, so let's say you're donating some, um, you know, business tools or business equipment, definitely write it down when you did the donation, what it is, there is a donation valuation guide, at least here in the US. Um, Most of the big nonprofits have it, it is part of your, uh, like the tax guide, I'm not sure if that's the official name of it, but it's called a Donation valuation guide and they give you suggest, uh, they give you a guide as to how much things are worth and that is how you can guesstimate what and how much you donated worth of stuff. Um, so some of them will give you a slip and then you can write it down there um, but if they don't give you a slip then go ahead and write it down in your own log so don't forget about that. My last tip here before you go and drop off your stuff is to make a map of where all these drop-offs are going to go and be, and ask what entrance you should be going into, especially if you've never been to the drop-off or to the donation drop-off. That is one of the biggest frustrations that I I see people have is, oh, I, I took it, I got their address from their website, and I took it, and I got there, and I was so lost, there were so many entrances, so I just left. Um, some of these donation places are in warehouse type of places. They're not necessarily super perfectly well labeled. I mean, after all, they're a nonprofit. They're making do with what they have. Um, so some of them are, you know, they've been doing this for a really long time. So they're well labeled, you know, exactly where the entrance is, where there's a drive in, there's a drive through they built, they're built for this. Um, but especially the local ones may not. So do like, do have a little map, see where, ask them, where is the entrance Especially like a church drop offs and stuff like that, those may not have a very easily, uh, like an easy warehouse type of entrance that you can back up to. Um, so ask them because if you are going to have to park your car and then carry all that stuff, that's very heavy. So you might have to get a, a dolly to carry your stuff from your car to the donation door. Uh, so ask those questions, just kind of map it out. Well, that's it for our episode today. I hope that these tips have helped you and are setting you up for success and get you all excited about gift giving and donating and get you all prepared for your donation drop-off. Until next time, happy organizing. Thank you for listening to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. It helps with letting people know that we're here. For full show notes and resources, head on over to theorganizeflamingo.com slash podcast. Happy organizing.